Welcome to the Inspirational, Informational, and Transparent Aviation Careers Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to answer the question, if you're in your 50s, should you go corporate or to the airlines? We're going to answer from two different perspectives. Number one, if you're just starting out, or number two, if you're someone who's thinking about changing careers. But before we begin, I just want to say thank you to all those that are listening and also watching us on the YouTube channel. I know it's been very challenging. We haven't been putting out that many episodes, but tell you what, it's been busy at the airlines right now. Things are back. We're not quite where we used to be, but we're almost there uh, prior to this pandemic. Uh, things are, are really picking up. And as you know, hiring is is just going crazy. It has been for the last year or so. So it's it's changing our perspective of as to whether this is a good idea or not to become a pilot. I always think it's a great idea to become a pilot. You just have to know your limitations based on uh, where you are in your age and your life and, and what things are going on in your life. Uh, so that's what we're going to discuss today. I really want to unpack this because there's a lot of you that are kind of doing this as a career 2.0 encore career. And I think this person's question is, is just spot on for so many of you. If you're someone who's not doing this, uh, as a, a second career and you're just getting started, this might be interesting because we're going to talk a little bit about where the payoff comes. And you're going to be shocked what happens after about five years. Uh, and so if you're thinking about going the corporate route, even if you're someone who's younger, just getting started, I think this will help you. But before we get started, uh, just a shout out to those folks who have really supported this program here at our Patreon account, aviationcareerspodcast.com slash Patreon. Uh, all those monies that we get from all those donations, that goes towards the scholarships guide. And we give away one free scholarships guide. And uh, you can get one for free, aviationcareerspodcast.com slash free. And also, don't forget, we have all those online courses like how to do a resume, uh, some other things like weather, that type of thing. Uh, but, but primarily, it's the scholarships guide that is found in the courses catalog. Uh, it's really simple to find there. Click on courses at the top there. Uh, for $10 a month, by the way, we also have a bunch of courses you can get for free and, excuse me, not for free, but for the $10 a month. And uh, and you can cancel that at any time. So some people like to do that. So you get all the courses, go through all of them, and then and kind of cancel after a few months. Uh, but let's get started with this question. This is a great question uh, from... Uh, Someone wrote in at feedback at aviationcareerspodcast.com. Also, you can put comments on our YouTube channel. I do apologize. It's been tough for me to get back. Uh, I will say I have been working a lot, and it's, uh, it's, just, it's not just me. It's every other airline pilot that's out there and have a lot of, uh, lot of new things happening uh, in my life as far as, as the airline is concerned and as far as our business is concerned. I don't, uh, I'll tease you with that. I'm not going to give it away right now. I think that's, that's a good enough tease. Uh, but anyway, let's start with... Uh, this person's email again from feedback at aviationcareerspodcast.com. He writes, I've been a longtime listener of Aviation Careers Podcast. My goal is to finish up my rating this year and end up with a CFII, instrument instructor. I currently run a successful business that I work two to three days a week. It's taken me many years to get to the point where I can focus on my next career as a commercial pilot. My plan is to sell my business in three years when my daughter's, or excuse me, daughter graduates college and pursue a job at either the airlines or 135 fractional company. I'll have a fairly well-funded retirement at that time, but hate to leave money on the table. As far as retirement goes, what would be a better choice? A 121 airline where my earning potential is approximately 12 years, and I'm right now 50 years old, or a fractional like a NetJets uh, or FlexJet, that type of thing, where I have almost 17 years of earning potential. 
I've been on the all the message boards, and I'm even more confused than I when I started. Quality of life is not a big issue, as my wife and I would not mind moving to a new city so we could live in base. These are all great questions, and I, I think this is a terrific thing to unpack. And the reason I'm answering this is I think this helps a lot of people make those decisions as to, uh, you know, should I look towards a, a you know, regional or 135. I'm also going to lump in there with this question. I think this might be implied in your question. Maybe not, but I'm going to go ahead and answer it in the corporate world too. Because the 135, uh, you know, the uh jets, they actually are ones that have very similar uh, type of benefits as uh, some of the other, you know, the the bigger corporations and bigger corporate departments. So I'm going to kind of lump some of those big corporate departments into this. Um, so anyway, let's get into that. Remember, uh, one of the things before we get started, I really want to tell you is you should look at either a career counselor, uh, a money advisor, that type of thing. Uh, do it yourself. Put it out on a spreadsheet with some of the numbers I'm giving you and some of the resources that we have. Uh, AviationCareersPodcast.com slash resources is where you can find some of these things, where you can get some of the, the things like the pay rates, what the retirement is, and that type of thing. I've been doing this for you know a couple decades now. And I will say over time, usually takes about five years, I'm going to say that right off the bat, to the point where it becomes profitable for you, about five years. Sometimes less than that, sometimes a little more, but around five years is that that point where it starts to really benefit you to go to a 121 carrier. So let's take a look at that. So the benefits of a, a corporate uh, or fractional. Uh, one of the big benefits is you're you're going to be making more money in those first couple of years. Uh, looking at it from a short-term perspective, uh, for someone who's doing this as a career change, uh, it probably doesn't matter to you as much unless you still have that family to support. In your case, it doesn't matter as much, but the, look at those two years down the road. For those of you that do have a family and can't take that huge hit for two years, it could be tough. A lot of you that are out there that have experience in the corporate world or in the corporate flying world may be giving up those hundred dollars to $200,000 jobs and are looking towards the airlines for some of these benefits that we're about to talk about. And remember also, you can always do one 135 after you retire with an airline and get some of the benefits we're going to discuss uh, with those airlines. I think it's, it's a great uh, trade-off there. Um, as far as 135 and corporate, some of the benefits, you, you talked about lifestyle, etc. Um, one of the biggies is the, the lack of commuting with 135 and corporate. You are either home-based or you're based where the airplane is in the corporate world. So that actually is a real big benefit because take it from me, I've, gosh, I've uh, commuted for many years. Not sure, I'd have to say probably half my career I've commuted. I'm about to start commuting again. That takes a lot of time out of your schedule. Uh, for some of us, it's good and it's bad. Some, like myself, may have a uh, place where I go to commute to, not a crash bed, but say some place that I own, uh, have a whole life there, that type of thing. But many of us, uh, we just go to that city, do our work, and, and come home. Uh, so that's something else you have to kind of factor in. Crash pads, usually, remember, pilots are uh, are you know very frugal. So a lot of times, they're, you're only going to be paying like $300, $400 uh, a month. Or what I do a lot of times is I just rent hotel rooms. If I'm going somewhere, I'll get a hotel room. Now, that doesn't always work out because if, uh, if I go to a city and I, not, I don't get called, that might be five nights worth of hotels. 
gets pretty expensive. Uh, and that's going to be a whole other podcast on, on the whole commuting thing. But remember, in the 135, the charters, the, the corporate world, you don't have to worry about that as much. Also, in your case, uh, you said that you were willing to move. So there's something else I want you to consider and I want everybody to consider is moving to base because it makes your life so much easier. Or you can kind of do what I do and have uh, you know the the lifestyle of having two different places that you live, uh, you know, have the the summer times up north, the winter times down south. Uh, that's kind of you know they called me a hobo at one time because I was moving between bases north and south. Absolutely loved it. It was a great opportunity. I'm going back to doing that again, uh, enjoying the nice uh, cool weather up north in the in the summertime, but also having a place here. So. Okay, let's look at that two years. We said that two years is, is going to be a kind of a, a point where you're going to be making a lot more money on the corporate world. Uh, the pay, again, at the airlines is uh, much more generous, uh, especially after about five years. Uh, so let's do a comparison here um, as far as looking at what, what do we mean by better. Uh, say a legacy, especially a legacy airline, those American Delta United, those kind of things, a five-year wide-body first officer will be making around $200 an hour, which is about a 1000 a day minimum. Uh, that's pretty darn good. That's about, say, $200,000 a year is about what you'll be making. Uh, remember, you don't work all the days of the year. Usually airline pilots who especially have a line or have 15 days off a month, like that's about what I have. Uh, you know, lately, it hasn't been like that because we've been so busy, but that's we're coming back to that again. Um, a 10-year captain pay at, say, a fractional or a large corporation, there's a 10-year captain pay is about 200 So compare that to like a five-year wide-body pay at a legacy. You're looking about the same, but it, as far as upgrading to that legacy um, airline, excuse me, at that corporate side, uh, upgrading on that fractional corporate side, it probably take you more than five years uh, to make that kind of money. So again, it's if you're just strictly looking at it from a money perspective, then yes, that's going to be better now uh, to go with the the major airlines, especially with those five years. Because remember, you have that twelve years. We're talking a twelve year time frame. Um, and, and again, this is these are I'm talking all generalities here. Um, some flight departments, especially in some of the corporate world, uh, they have you know much better pay than that, much better better bonuses than that. Uh, I'll give you an example. I have um, let's see, one person that went to a, a corporate job and he was able to make two hundred thousand in his first year. Uh, his pace pay was a hundred thousand dollars a year, and then uh, he got a bonus of a hundred thousand dollars. That's for a large corporate jet. This person had you know, like five or 6,000 hours of PIC jet time to be able to get that. Uh, so um, again, going back to that whole, it's better after five years. Another thing to remember is it's, it's a simple concept. The bigger the plane, the bigger the paycheck, right? The bigger the pay, plane, the bigger the paycheck. That is true in looking at pay scales at airlines. Uh, that's true in, in most things in life is that the bigger the plane, the bigger the paycheck. Not always true, right? Remember those corporate jets are really small and they get paid really well. But in general, as you get bigger in the plane, both on the corporate side, but it's going to get bigger pay. Uh, you know, the ones that can fly around the world, you're going to be paid better. Uh, same thing on the airline side. A wide body, you're going to get paid a lot more money than somebody uh, who's who's flying a narrow body aircraft. Uh, some of those those pay rates go up uh, into the 300. Uh, dollar an hour range. Uh, so so that's kind of what we're looking at. Remember what I 
said too, if you're going to make captain at a, a major airline, I've said this a lot of times, it's around two to two fifty uh, per hour that you're going to make. That's two to two fifty a year. Remember, it's all based on a thousand hours per year. Uh, so this is why it lean as far as looking at the difference between a 121 and a 135 in corporate, it leans more towards that legacy. Uh, again, you know, remember, we're, we're also looking at the fact, is this going to be something you want to do? Is this what you want to go towards? Uh, maybe the 135 is a much better option for you. But I think one of the things that especially this question asked was the retirement side of things. So let's look at that. This is where I'd have to say the airlines really shine. And I didn't quite understand this till I, I started researching this. And this is probably the more important point. Let's, let's not think about the pay as much as the retirement. On the airline side, some people call it a B pay scale. Some people call it a separate contribution because it's in the same account. Uh, some airlines, they don't have B scales. They just have a, a contribution to the same 401k. But there's two things. The 401k... Uh, enables you to actually save for retirement, but the company that you work for also puts money into that. Either they do that through matching, or in the airline world, it's a little different. Most legacies and, and low-cost carriers, uh, many of the low-cost carriers, will put in around 16%. That's about the average that I've looked at into your 401k on top of your salary. So say you put in zero, they're still going to put 16%. So if you're looking at just making 100,000 a year as a as an airline pilot say, that's $16,000 a year that they're just putting in your account. There's a couple limits and uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Um, but this is where I know it's hard to think about right now cuz you're just getting started, but this is where the legacies really shine is that that 16%, there's a cap on that, a dollar cap, and there's also uh, an amount that um, they can, the airlines can stop contributing because they can't anymore. I think it's around 290, 290,000 uh, this year. But after 290,000, that 16% can't go in your 401k. Where does that go? It depends on the agreement you have with the airline. Um, most times that'll go towards like another account, uh, another retirement account. We'll talk about that in a second, but let's switch over. So remember 16%, let's switch now to the corporate side. Many of the corporate jobs out there, just like regular corporations have these matches, like they'll match 50% up to 20%. Well, that means they're matching about 10%, right? So you're looking about anywhere from 5%, 10% plus some additional bonuses that they're putting in your account. Of course, not coming anywhere near that 16% that you you see with the airlines. And remember too, with the airlines, all those bonuses or those profit sharing checks, they can be dumped into that 401k. And so you have that option. So remember all these, the low cost carriers and the legacies are very similar now uh, with those retirement plans. And that's, a, that's something very important to look at. Another really cool thing that uh, has gone away in other industries and is back again here in the airline industry is uh, this VEBA thing, and that's called a Voluntary Employee Benefit Association. Uh, that's, that's this benefit program similar to a health savings account, but it's a trust account that's set up where they'll put money into this, and you can only use it for medical expenses. This is in addition to your health savings account. So you can save in the health savings account. And what a lot of these legacies will do, remember I said there's that limit of 290, don't quote me on that, I think it might be 295. Uh, once you go over that limit, 
that money dumps into a lot of times into those those Viba accounts at many of these airlines. What a neat option. I mean, it that can grow tremendously. Uh, they say it's going to cost maybe around $250,000 in, re- in your total retirement for medical expenses. Uh, some of these accounts start to approach those amounts between the health savings that you, you saved and also the VEBA. You know, it could be $100,000, $200,000, which would pay for all those medical expenses that you have in retirement. Uh, so, so you're looking at, again, as far as you're concerned, if you're looking at this from the perspective of being 50 years old and thinking of moving on and looking the best bang for your buck in retirement, yeah, it's going to be uh, the legacies, the low-cost carriers that have those retirement accounts. And that's why um, I do recommend a website, Airline Pilot Central. They have a lot of that information. I tried putting one together myself, by the way, and their stuff's good. I mean, they, they're uh, usually right on. Uh, when stuff happens at the airlines, they have the pay, they have the benefits. So go check that out, Airline Pilot Central. Just go to aviationcareerspodcast.com, look at resources. It'll give you that. It'll also give you the, the, the places where all the different domiciles are. There's a domicile map there too. And that's important to your question is that you said you'd be willing to move, but there's some places you probably won't want to move. Uh, so so you got to kind of take that with a grain of salt. I always take that with a little bit of a grain of salt. Do you really want to move to those those uh, locations? So let's take a look at that. We'll look at the resources and look at those destinations. But remember that you have all these benefits, the 401k. Um, you also have that VEBA, which is, is rolls over into. Uh, look these things up. I'll have links uh, in the show notes about all these things. It'll help you to understand the full picture of your retirement. I know right now for many of you just getting started, this seems like, Boy, this is so far away. I'll tell you, it's not that far away. Uh, you know what's really neat? Uh, there was a young man who wrote in many years ago, and big hats off to him, and that was uh, Swain Martin. He actually has done a great job in social media, and uh, just recently he got hired uh, into the 777 uh, at United Airlines. And if you look at the, go look at the pay scales there and the retirements. Just think about being that young and having that whole lifetime of savings, uh, you definitely will have a comfortable retirement. And that's what we're looking at, is trying to have a comfortable retirement. Again, this is a big, big discussion about monies. That's important. But there's another thing, too, I really, really want to bring up. And it's it's not just about the money. Uh, in this email, he mentioned that you know he has a good retirement, that type of thing. The one thing I want you to look at is benefits, other benefits, travel benefits. This is where working for a legacy or an airline that has lots of partners with other uh, international airlines is important, but the airline itself that has many destinations is a great place to retire from. And the reason being is that you have retirement benefits and travel benefits. It's really cool when you go to the airport and you see some of these retirees getting on the airplane, going traveling. Obviously, a lot of them do it during the off-season. I do a lot of traveling during the off-season. But you you wake up in the morning and say, hey, let's go to Rome. And uh, if you're flexible enough and you can do that, just walk out the door and go to Rome. Or sometimes I've done that. You know, more so when I was single, I'd say, hey, you know, I'm going to go visit my cousin in Denver. Well, what's the next flight to Denver? Well, I can pack my bag in 15 minutes. I'm going to go do that. That's the cool thing about uh, the airlines. If you're thinking about airlines, 121 fractional regional. Where you, what you need to do is, when you're looking at that, realize that 
um, you're going to be lower on the list too when you're a retiree. It's not like you're a regular employee. So you'll be in the what they call the buddy pass level. And that buddy pass level, <laughs> you might be waiting for a long time. Uh, we used to joke when I was at uh, Continental Airlines, we used to joke about Honolulu because that's where everybody wanted to go. And uh, you could always tell the pass riders in Honolulu Airport that uh, they would dust them off because they've been sitting there for a week trying to get back to the States. It's not that bad, but it can be a, a little bit tougher. You just have to learn how to how to be flexible in your travel plans. Also, another cool thing about the travel benefits, we also have partnerships with cruise lines and all these other hotels. So these are other things you have to think about is when you're in that travel industry, which you are when you're on that airline, you get these partner benefits, which a lot of people take advantage of. Um, but the majority, interestingly enough, don't at an airline. Uh, if you look at the total number of employees, you know, the pilots are a very small amount. Then you have the flight attendants. The pilots and flight attendants a lot of times will travel, um, but some don't. I mean, there's a lot that just are sick of being at the airport. You know, it's a, it's a challenge uh, at the airport, and they don't want to be there anymore. So that's another thing to look at. So, uh, But to conclude here, one thing I want you to look at is, is it better for you if you're in your 50s to go to the corporate or 135 side or the airline side, uh, I'd say you as, as an individual have to decide that through both career counseling, uh, also talking to maybe your financial advisor, maybe if you're good with math, put together one of those spreadsheets, talk it over with your family, uh, but th because it's very highly personalized. Uh, for, for me, from my perspective, from looking at this, from talking to you and looking at your email, I'd say it, it probably is beneficial to go to the airline just based on what you want to do in life. But I could be wrong. I mean, this is where that whole conversation has to come in with you, your family, a career counselor, uh, somebody who understands your situation. For the person that's looking at, say they have a flying job and they have a good flying job, and now they're thinking, gosh, I missed out on the airlines and doing all that world travel and the benefits there. If you are still in your 50s, yeah, it's not too late. Um, you may have to take a step back for a few years. Uh, this is where it's important to look at those uh, the the figures on places like Airline Pilot Central and one other little uh, little hack here. Go to Airline Pilot Central, look at where the upgrades are, and kind of figure out where you'll be money-wise. Can you afford to take that big cut in pay? I work with a lot of folks that are, are making those, you know, over 200000 a year, either as a corporate pilot, uh, you know, helicopter pilot, etc. And those are the people that have to really think this through. You know, how long can I... Can I go without this money? It's also those people that are looking at the career 2.0. How long can I go with this decrease in my pay to be able to get to the point where I'm making that five-year FO pay at a major and where I'm actually somebody who's, who's moving up and moving forward in a career that I, I truly love and, and gives me the benefits I want? Again, you really, I, I highly recommend talking to your family, your friends, and get with a career counselor. Obviously, you can do that here at aviationcareerspodcast.com. I know I'm super busy right now. It's tough to get in touch with me. There's many other people that do that. Um, but I really think that this is this could be, I hope I've broken down enough stuff. This is, this is a big overview. There's many other things we can talk about. But just look at the pay, the benefits, about five years down the road is what you're looking at and where you're really starting making uh, good money. Money starts rolling in your 401k. Those benefits come. You retire. You get those free travel benefits. That's great for the airlines. If you are 
more into being home, uh, being home-based, that type of thing, the corporate world would be better for you. And those are questions you have to answer yourself. But I hope this has helped you. I hope this has helped you that's listening that's either starting out or uh, you know somebody here that's just maybe uh, looking at a change, needs a change in life either from a, a different career or needs a change in life from a current flying job that they want to move on, maybe do the airline type of thing. Do me a favor, uh, shoot me some feedback, feedback at aviationcareerspodcast.com. Let me know what you think about uh, this content here. And if you want to hear other things and other analysis that I do, please send that to me. Uh, we're, we're definitely putting these out on YouTube. I'm doing a little less editing. I'm trying to do uh, more of these. And the way to get them out quicker is just uh, it's just going to be me raw talking to you. Uh, instead of doing those webinars, I decided to kind of do something like this. And I'm hoping you enjoy it. Again, I apologize for not getting much content out lately, but uh, literally, I have been close to timing out uh, as a pilot at the airlines. Uh, you know, out of uh, the, let's see, out of uh, five, six, ten days, I flew nine out of ten days. Uh, so it's been a challenge, and and I keep getting called to come back into work. Um, this will change, obviously. We the, it goes up and down, just like anything else uh, in the industry, um, but. You never know uh, what the next thing is in life. But I do know one thing is that you really need to evaluate where you are and what you want to do with your life. And if this is something that you want to pursue because you really love it, I tell you what, I like my job a lot. I love what I'm doing. Uh, I've decided to take a little tack, change where I'm going, change bases because I needed another challenge in life. Uh, and I might do some flight instructing at the airline. Who knows? But that's the cool thing about it is you can always change course, even within the airline you work for, even within the corporate department you work for. But the most important thing that you can do for me today is, is not just hit stop. I want you to do something today to move forward in your career, in your life. It might be just looking at some of the links that I have down below. Maybe some of those things, you know, how, what's Aviva? You know, what, what's Airline Pilot Central? Where are those pilot domiciles? There's a great link there. Maybe it's starting to have that conversation with your family and your friends. Maybe it's hiring a career counselor uh, or talking to your financial planner and saying, hey, this is what I want to do. But be careful. If you're in a position where you are about to give up a great career, like I've done and moved on to another career that I really love, you need to choose who you're going to talk to. You need to choose carefully. And that's what one thing I want to stress is that I want you to start looking for someone to discuss this with. But the most important thing you can do for me right now is to take one step today towards your career goal. Don't stop. Do it now. When you hit stop, I want you to, to figure something out. Either write it down, put a note down, but I want you to take one step today towards your career goal. We'll, we'll talk to you next episode. Safe flying out there. You have been listening to Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career. This aviation podcast is produced by the Valeri Aviation Corporation. Although hosts or guests may receive compensation for products and services discussed in this podcast, compensation never influences our opinion. Before purchasing any product or service, you should always do your own research.